What's up, y'all? This is Watching While Black with Gizmo. Miles. Badge. Y'all, Anime August continues apace. And this week is my pick, Gizmo's pick, Children of the Sea, which is available on Netflix if y'all are watching along with us. Up until the 30th. And, huh? It's gonna take. It's gonna get taken off on the thirty first or something like that. That's what I said. On the it's, oh, it's damn! Really? Yeah. They really gonna do that on on my birthday month? How dare you? Yeah. Okay, so I chose this movie because well, originally I had been uh, we were picking anime August or just an anime month movies, and a lot of our choices were Hayao Miyazaki films, and I was like, hold on. Have I watched a lot of animes that aren't Hayao Miyazaki? Mm. And I found that, no, they, they it, that wasn't the case. I hadn't watched many that weren't. So I went in search of a bunch of anime movies to watch that that, that sparked my interest, that, that looked interesting to me or whatever. Mm. Uh, a, a lot of them ended up being... Water related, sea related, ocean related. Yeah, I don't. I, that's, that I don't know how how that happened, but I ended up watching. Uh, I, I ended up watching the Red Turtle, which actually is kind of Studio Ghibli. But I also watched this one and a few others. And this one was so dang beautiful. The the artwork, yeah, I was just I was enraptured the entire time. Like just just the visuals of and I like one of my favorite things in animation is how people animate water and things in water because mm. and also that's one of my favorite things in life is is the ocean and and sea creatures and all of that. I was just hyped the entire time. They showed some stuff that was like fully from a nature documentary like oh yes they're doing the thing and i'm like yes they they're th- these people whoever made this actually knows about the behavior of these creatures yeah. and it was such a good time like and also i like the main character a lot a lot of times in especially in anime main characters who are women a lot of times they are either like really really stinking happy or really like meek and shy and whatever but this character was was just a little angry person a lot of the time and she she just she had a lot going on and She's like really i just curious. just i loved that a lot about her she was an interesting character to follow and just it was just beautifully drawn so this is why i chose that one this one for uh, uh, i think it's one of my favorite anime movies if not my favorite that i've seen uh mm. just based on that the 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 characters and the animation what about y'all oh when i first heard the name i was like chicken of the sea chicken <laughs> like tuna like tuna I thought so, this was a sh- movie about tuna i was like i i was re- like i misread the text message that you sent telling you know us about <laughs> you're like why did you want us to watch chicken, chicken of the, the sea? sea what is this but I like tuna, so I was like, I'm going to go ahead. And then I realized it was Children of the Sea. And at first, I put the movie on, and it was in Japanese. And I was so confused. And then I was like, oh, wait. Did you have the subtitles on? No, I didn't. Oh, I, I don't know no, what I was doing. No. And then I was so captured by the photography of it and, the, like, the drawing mm. animation that I was like, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> and then, oh, yo, it's so pretty. It really is. But... I finally was like, let me find out what this is actually on. And I realized it was on Netflix. So I was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. I forgot to tell you, yes, it's on Netflix. Yeah. So I just oh. went to Netflix and let. You know, Netflix has a lot of anime stuff. So I got really lucky there and I was able to watch it. And when I was watching it, it. I, I initially it was going so slow it was relaxing like I really liked the score and I kept thinking in my head I couldn't even really pay attention to what was being said by the characters because 
I was just so in awe of how everything looked. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so pretty. And I, I thought maybe it was um, created in a time period about 10, 10 plus years ago because it kind of reminded me of a lot of the earlier animes uh, from like the early 2000s, like the sketchings of it and like the drawings. And um, it was really, pr- it, I just couldn't get over how pretty it was. And eventually- Yeah, same. I had to go back and was like, okay, pay attention. Pay attention to what's being said. And I fell in love with the character too. I liked her more because uh, more than most main characters. Because I feel like a lot of people naturally like are drawn to the main characters. I'm one of those people that naturally doesn't really care for main characters. Um, I liked her because she felt real. Like when she, she just felt real in the sense, you know, she wasn't overly sexualized as a child also, which is something that you don't see too often nowadays in television and Uh, yeah that's true especially anime especially anime so it was healthy to see that and towards the end I felt like I was like tripping I was like what am I seeing like the visuals were really spot on so I enjoyed this for me like 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 y'all say it's it's really beautiful and anything like it's like if it's one if one thing I, I came out like thinking about is like how like beautiful it was like the art style and like one thing about me I like character design and like the character design was like really like great because like, I like how like big and like glossy the eyes were. Like, that's like you don't really see that in like most designs or whatever. And like like everything about the design, like how sketchy it was, like how like you can tell like how fluid they animated and everything like that. And like alongside the uh, character design, like the um like 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 what Gizmo said, like the um aerial shots that like they look like it's like a nature documentary joint. And like like the like the shots are like different um different like uh, animals doing like different normal like normal things whatever like animal things like oh yeah that would, that animal would just for sure do that like um i think it was like a i think it was an ant carrying a cicada of a uh, wing or something like that and i was like that's cool as hell that's cool and my favorite character is uh probably umi i like i like his design a lot and like his own character interesting. i like the way he moves yeah oh yeah because yeah. he likes Oh, like the difference between um Umi and Sora, how they like both swim, whatever. How like Umi's more like goofy, and when it's like it's like more like like not really uniform with his stuff. Like but like Sora's like uh kind of like smooth with it, whatever. But yeah, like Sora, Sora's probably like, not Sora. Who'd I say? Umi, Umi's probably my favorite character. He kind of reminds me of like Aang though a little bit, if anything. I agree that that Umi was a really beautiful character design. Like I think my least favorite character design in this was was actually Sora cuz yeah, I mean he just he, I mean he just looks uh I don't know. I don't know. I he think- just looks off a little bit more like like everything else kind of fits in and flows really well and then you go to him and you feel like you're in some like a different anime almost. I don't know. Uh, and speaks. also he's like not not my favorite character cuz he's kind of a little douche but Yeah. I think he was my least favorite character, not necessarily just because of his attitude, but I feel like he was one of those people. He seems like one of those people that tries to talk in proverbs and then just doesn't make any sense. I just, maybe it could have just been me not understanding. <laughs> but he was just, sometimes he would just talk and I'm just like, what are you, what are you? What like are you he was, it's like he's trying to sound cool or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> it ain't all that. Oh, no. Ugh. Yeah, I can yeah. see that, especially like uh, like when you first saw him, you like because like before I saw it was like uh, like before like they showed his face or whatever, like when he like when he was in like in like the little den with his like hood on, I was like he he, he seems cool, he seems cool. He took his hood off, he took his hood off. I was like, nah, probably not. He's not that. He's not that. Cool. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's pretty cool, but like, I was like, uh, 
I was hoping, like, I was really disappointed because they kept talking about uh, Umi's brother. Uh, should we give them, like, a... Yes, I was going to say a synopsis. Okay, it's so this is a story about a young girl named Ruka. Like, yeah. she she has, like, a questionable family life. Um, <laughs> and she also isn't getting along with a lot of her schoolmates because she's having a whole um, situation there. And she goes to visit her father where he works at the, at the aquarium. And she meets a young boy who was raised by sort of manatees they're kind of manatees uh, uh, uh I thought they were dogs. and now nah, they're 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 cousins to manatees um okay. uh, they're basically japanese manatees oh yeah but they were raised in the sea the boy she meets umi and his brother sora and the researchers at the aquarium found them and were kind of letting them stay in the aquarium because their skin doesn't take kindly to being away from water too long. It dries out really easily. It, it affects their internal organs, all of that. So they're basically studying them and also helping them stay hydrated, basically. And so she meets the kids. She makes friends with them. There's a whole mystical, cosmological storyline w- with regard to them and kind of what I what I regard as a rebirthing of natural order that that's what i looked at it as i don't know if y- y'all interpreted it as that but that's the basic storyline yeah, storyline um girl meets friends they spend the summer together and magical stuff happens well i mean sort of yeah and within the first couple of scenes you kind of it, it moves pretty fast in the, initially um it's like a slow pace but it's also moving at like a, a healthy pace to where you see where she quickly meets them. So most of the movie, you're actually seeing her relationship with Sora and Umi versus in other movies often, they come much later on within the storyline and you learn a lot about the main character. But I do think that we learned a lot about Ruka during her relationship with them. And mm-hmm. it was nice to, to see how quickly they, like within like the first 20 minutes, you saw her be this young aggressive young lady she wasn't even really aggressive i see her as someone who was just she it looked like like she was just the type of person to defend herself uh and it was mm-hmm. you know typically like the the little man always seems to get the short end of the stick and she seems like one of those people i also think that they do a lot of really economic storytelling mm-hmm as far as telling you as much as they can possibly tell you about these characters in the least amount of scenes possible. Yeah. Uh, If that makes sense. Like they set up her personality, her home life, Mm -hmm. her, 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 the struggles that she's having to make friends and put forth her, who she is, you know what I mean? Like express herself, all of that in just a few scenes. I enjoy how economic the storytelling is. Yeah, you like, really see that with the You you learn just a lot about her home life just mm-hmm. from the scenes where she's leaving the house or coming back to the house and you see these uh garbage bags full of beer cans and you know that and then she's and you can see that she's avoiding her mother. Right. You know, all of that. Mm-hmm. Like it's so it's so well done and you don't need a lot of of real uh you don't need a lot of a lot a lot of detail on that to understand where she's coming from with regards to that and how that might affect how she views her relationships outside of the home right uh and uh, the the different way that her friendships with umi and sora kind of threw her out of that cycle of 
dysfunctional communication. Yes. I think it was it was nice to see um that and that happened a lot. It it wasn't just like with them either, like the main characters. You kind of saw that with like the side characters a little bit too. Where like with mm-hmm. her mother, she's just a supporting character and we learned that her mom worked at the aquarium and we learned that in the beginning of the movie because, you know, eventually it was important to know because her mom just kinda comes in and she starts walking around the aquarium looking for her daughter because she hasn't seen her or she's been avoiding her and it seems like Ruka wasn't really spending much time with her father either based upon how how surprised he was that she showed up that first day yeah and that seemed like just like a random spur of event it was it, it, it really reminded me of how often randomly things align or how so like you know how people say like um the universe has a plan or even kind of like the butterfly effects because the whole movie could have been her just trying to avoid these young girls or or trying to make peace with them or make friends with them but instead uh, yeah there could have been a whole soccer plot could have been a whole thing and the thing is what's was that soccer it was like a mix between soccer and football they're playing some sport and it was like yeah, football. or basketball because they were throwing oh, it or are they throwing it yeah. okay then yeah. i don't know i don't know sports yeah, i think that's like <laughs> no handball or something. I think that's real foreign what? I, I was like, are they kicking the ball? Or, huh? they, I think they were kicking it and throwing it and bouncing it. So it was like soccer, well, what, what, football, that, and basketball. What game is that? <laughs> I want to figure yeah. it out because it looks I'm so uh, Yeah. But I think they they did a really good job with depicting how she was just trying to find some sort of inner peace. And she went back to a core memory. And from that core memory, she ended up doing something out of the ordinary. And it was... It surprised her father. It surprised her mother even because that's how her mother came looking for her. Because she was like, what are you doing? Where are you going? And then we even learned that the mother did have a... Like, it was confirmed that the mother had a problem because they were like, yeah, she, uh, the the employees that worked at the aquarium, when they saw her, they are like... One of them was like, who is that? And um, the other lady goes, well, she works here. She's like a superstar here or something like that. And... Yeah, she used to work there. She they said she took a leave of absence, so technically she still works there, right? The thing that I wonder is what happened to make it so the the mom took that leave of absence, unless it was you know giving birth. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, it was that. Maybe. That that would be an interesting. I don't think thing. it was that long. Ago. But but it might not have been that though, because she because in the core memory as you were talking about, uh, Ruka was there with both her parents right. at the aquarium seeing the aquarium for the first time yeah and she looked like she was probably like four or five so she it couldn't have been too long off um Mm. but another thing is that reminded me of uh, emdr which is a type of therapy where it's like you you unknowingly get connected to core memories either based off of vibrations or sounds or just random things and then smells definitely smells yeah and then you end up finding a core memory and then you know it's just something that either can play on in your head and you process it or it's something that's connected to several different memories and in this case they didn't really show her having like really too many other memories after that as far as i can recall yes i agree with that it was like she was just connected to the I, I do like that she kept coming back to that memory and that she associated that memory so strongly with her mother mm-hmm. because of you, you know fast forward to nowadays when she's 
always trying to avoid her mother. She's never wanted to be in the same place at the same time as her. But at the same time, she keeps thinking of and and re-remembering that memory there with uh, the connection point between her and her mom and the aquarium. Do you know? Yeah, uh, I, like it, mm-hmm. I like that too. Because like a, it's like that situation where it's like uh, she knows she like cares for her mother, but she doesn't know how to like kind of express that almost. In a certain situations, or like her, her mother too, I guess, because like her, you can tell her mom's like, "Oh yeah, well, talk to me, talk to me, whatever." But she doesn't like know how to like really like go for it. That's with true. Because like both her yeah. parents are like, "Oh, what what are you gonna do with her?" Da 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 da. Because like she keeps like showing up in like these random areas, but they're like, "Oh yeah, whatever." Yeah, and her mom kept coming at her with anger more so than uh, anything else. Like yeah. understanding. And. I think one thing that they actually, I feel like they had enough time to do because the movie was like two hours long, but also it would have been nice to see, but it didn't really make or break the movie is if they did develop more or they did develop more of a storyline on what happened exactly with her parents because we could understand her a little bit more as a person because they, like one scene, I remember her mom said, oh, so your dad came by again without saying anything to, without saying anything to me. And it's like, are they still together? Because they referred to her as his wife which when she was walking through the aquarium, but they didn't yeah. say his ex-wife. Or it, It's like, what is yeah. the nature of their relationship? What's going on in the household? Agreed, because you never see the dad at the home. And by virtue of you only ever seeing him at either at the aquarium or or on the way to or from the aquarium, you have no idea if he lives with them or not. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Until like they had that, until they had that conversation, like oh, like after I forgot what else happened, but like they, they did have like a conversation about uh, Ru- Ruka, yeah, Ru- Ruka, the, Ruka. The daughter? yeah, Ruka and everything like that. So like I guess like the that's the first time they're like talking about like working working out their like relationship, whatever like that. So like, I guess yeah, yeah, I guess that's the first time we've seen them together. I think that's the first time you see her, the, the, the mom's face too, right? I think because I, I, I don't know if I'm tripping or like they they didn't show like the mom's face until like halfway through. Did that's they, true. Yeah, yeah, you you barely saw her face. They just show, it was like, always hidden by things. her hair. Like yeah. you, it's hidden by her hair or, or the uh, the hat that she wears. Yeah. So I didn't know if that was like a that like meant something or or what. I mean, I think she just looks a lot like Ruka. <laughs> Do you know, like, and that you see her face, and she's it's just like Ruka's face, the older, uh, you know, like uh, the same person pretty much. So I guess they. I don't know what that's. I guess that's just depicting. You know how like sometimes a child looks a lot like the parent and they don't get along or. Uh, or acts a lot like the parent or acts yeah. like a lot like the parent and they don't get along that's probably what they were also probably that's also probably what they were trying to depict which is very i feel like that's very realistic i think this movie out of most of the anime movies i've seen is really close to real life in the sense of how they had the nature of the relationships even with children developing friendships like with kids it's a little less formal or less stressful when it comes to to wanting to befriend someone the way that they do the way umi came and found ruka says a lot about how children tend to seek out uh relationships and seek out others because uh they showed where towards closer towards the end where she was like i met him because we were because i want i, I was open to him because i wanted to feel him or something like that i can't really quote her so i think ruka wasn't as open to the relationship with her mother out of resentment versus with the kids. She didn't really know them and she wasn't, there was no, there was nothing connecting them prior to that made her push them away. And she also was wanting relationship with the people or the girls that she had on the team, but they just didn't get along. 
like decision yeah. like, like like it's like um they they didn't have anything like to judge her for or based off yeah i also think that she was she was looking for something more than just like or find, finding friendships on that team because she kept repeating the oh, oh I'm flying you know what I mean like she she kept trying she was like chasing that feeling that she got from that core memory at the at the aquarium of yeah. of being surrounded by you know blue and you know being surrounded by uh, kind of uh, like having a vision of weightlessness you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah cosmic weightlessness or kind of a bit like that and she you could see that she was was finding that in uh in the activity of uh, whatever sport they were playing <laughs> whenever she was like yeah in the midst of the activity of whatever sport they're playing and the conflict with the girl tripping her and everything like that mm-hmm. uh kind of ha- had her crashing back down to earth from that feeling of euphoria she got from that do you know i did like that part whenever uh she was like walking down the street and she was like oh I- I'm not flying anymore or whatever she said. I can't fly anymore or something like that. Like, yeah, uh, when she was running. She was yeah, yeah she, and she tripped and went and fell whenever she was uh, coming back. And she's always going so fast. Like, she's just, like, barreling through um, like that. And I think it's just that ch- chasing that feeling, you know, all the time and oh, yeah. being disappointed whenever she's brought back to Earth, brought back down to Earth, which oh, yeah, I can relate to, certainly. She actually yeah. see like she like does different things like without thinking like whenever she's like diving in the water with the umi and sore she's like oh why do I do that she's like does it just to like do it and then yeah she, oh yeah she and she does like always like end up back in like next to land she's like always like sad and she's like always trying to like go go out and venture out with umi and sora that, that, yeah that seems true though yeah she gets in over her head by doing that a lot of the time. Mm. But I think that the thing that connected her with Umi is that feeling that she that she has of of wanting to that that uh, to be weightless and be floaty and you know fly or whatever like all of that because she saw him swimming in the pool with a fish and 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 being that in the water you know like he saw her like saw him like taking risks and that like kind of like encouraged her to like go out and like do whatever you know? yeah and do that herself or uh, oh yeah that's kind of remind me of um fully coolie almost the way like the little, what's the little boy's name? In Fully Cooley? Yeah, it's just like some like she like finds somebody that uh like helps her like figure out like life and stuff like growing up or whatever and like just like choice like the choices you make like what choices you make like affects like certain situations you know. That's, I mean, that's like, like Gurren Gurren Lagan as well is like that. Is that, is that made? Oh, it's not by the same people. I don't think is that the one with the when they're like underground. Yes. Uh, I never seen that one. I never seen that one. Well, yeah, I like stories like that. The main character follows Kamina to the surface, and they find adventure via that. But he would never have gone had Kamina not, um, you know, forced him to go beyond the bounds of his comfort zone or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I guess I, I like stories like that. Like, Loki be teaching me stuff. That kid's name is Nauta. I spoke before of the the different animal stuff, like... I constantly watch nature documentaries and especially if they're about uh, sea creatures. Mostly I will watch like orca or killer whale documentaries like all the time, but I I'll, I'll watch other stuff as well. <laughs> but the the attention to detail as far as the animals behavior in this movie is wild. Like there is this one shot, I remember when I first watched this and there was this one shot of the humpback whale doing the bubble feeding where, uh-huh. where where they expel air bubbles in a circle around a, around a school of fish to drive the school of fish to like trap them in a in a kind of dense circle Jesus. 
and then they come up beneath that and eat and eat them like it's basically like herding the fish in with with air bubbles that they you know they create a circle of air bubbles to herd the fish in and then eat them that way and they showed the humpback whale doing that with ruka in the middle and i was like oh snap you know like whenever i was like they're doing the thing they're doing the thing you gotta move (laughs) you know uh before she got swallowed up by a humpback yeah, you can tell that they like did like a lot of research and like, oh yeah, this this what this animal does, this is what that, that this animal does, and like they incorporate incorporate that into the story like really well and like real like smoothly. And it was like, oh dang, because I was like really wondering like if this is like actual like animal behavior, like with the different stuff like the uh, animals were doing like the hermit crabs. I think yeah, there were hermit crabs, all that stuff. You know, it's like I was like, dang, all this stuff that all and like all like the different um sea creatures that you see, like a, a lot of there's like a lot of ones that like I never really seen before. Man, uh, whenever all of those deep sea fish washed up on shore, they had so many different uh, types of deep sea fish there. That 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 guy and that one and this one, you know, uh, it was so cool. I know it took a lot of time to sit and etch all that out, but I love seeing that also because if you ever, because I remember the first time I actually went to a beach, I kind of saw something like that where a lot of critters had washed up onto the sea shore Mm -hmm. and like birds were just going in they were just having a field day so it was it reminded it gave me uh it sent me back to a core memory seeing them do that but also at that part that's kind of like one of the at the initial part of that that's kind of where the storyline kind of expedited in a sense like that kind of led to right the beginning of the end the beginning of the end yeah because the whole time they had been talking about how they were hearing uh, these oceanographers across the world had been hearing this peculiar uh, whale sound ac- like all the across the oceans. And it basically was a signal to all the uh, the ocean life to, I guess, meet at a central point uh, with each other. So they were all migrating to a central point, uh, a, a little meetup for them all. That's that part I was really confused initially when I was watching it because I was like, "What's what? What's happening?" Because the movie, for the most part, was kind of slow up until then. Like it, like you learned a lot about the characters, you saw their relationships develop, but there was nothing like big happening. And then next thing you know, Sora disappears, which was you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I I really did have to pay attention because I was kind of like halfway falling asleep because like I was doing a lot. So I, I feel like I had to like rewatch it, you know. To like really like get like what they're saying because like I look he did like get the message like towards the end, but then I was like okay okay because like like especially towards the end because it was like a big like light show and everything like that so I was like oh my god it's like it's like that big like animation yeah it's like a big animation sequence uh, at the end and and like I said before I conceptualized that as a kind of rebirth of of the natural order mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, seeding life. Yeah. from that point you know what i mean like yeah. as far as it seems like this is an event that happens every now and then to see li- further life into the universe and uh, that's the way i uh, read it mm-hmm. and it also connects all living things to one another yeah definitely like evolution and everything like that especially when, once they like um started like going on out into like the, de- the galaxies and everything like that i was like oh that's I think they said it uh, whenever they were speaking to the the one guy uh, that they ate a meal with, you know, the one of the oceanographers, like oh, the, the assistant. oceanographer's assistant, yeah. yeah, that they ate a meal with. He said that uh, everyone's made of the same stuff that stars are made of, 
and that played out in whenever they showed the whole sequence of yeah. events uh, with the uh, with that seed of existence exploding out into the world and creating mm. uh, universes upon universes. Oh, yeah, and towards like I finally got what they were talking about or what the purpose of the movie was once everything like started to happen and when when Sora ran away and you start to see like the light show and stuff and I was like. It's symbolic, but at the same time, it's so it's so conflicting to what you were thinking you were going to see when you first put the movie on and how the movie was panning out initially. And it made me think, well, if Ruka returns to to school or whatever, it's like, how do you? Because you know, she was like, this is her summer break. Everyone, they kept mentioning like how that was like the summer and it was a vacation, and it was like. How do you, you can't put that into words, whatever is happening. And also, if everything has now started over, will you even have, like, any sort of memory of it? I just saw on the on the, on the on the wiki that the boys' names uh, means sea and sky. I mean, I already knew that Sora meant sky, but Umi means sea. We say, like, it means, you say Umi means sea and, like, does the story mean anything? Sora means sky. Oh, sky. Oh, but I, I already, knew, I already knew that from, uh, you know. Kingdom Hearts, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, oh, it says the the game is handball. I I don't even know what that is. But yeah, I thought so. Apparently. It was like it's like soccer, but you just like play with your hands, which is like really stupid. It's a stupid game. Okay, cool. No, it's not, <laughs> I don't I wouldn't say it's stupid. I don't know. I don't I don't want to offend like handball players, but like it's pretty much like soccer. Handball but you just play players, which <laughs> is like it's pretty much like you like run around, and you just like catch the ball, you like throw it, and like you just like yeah, it's pretty much like soccer and basketball mixed up. Soccer and basketball in one. That's a lot. Uh, it seems I, don't fun. You, like, I don't know if you dribble it or not. I don't know. Oh, but if you're like speaking about like character designs, I really like the design of that one old lady. Oh yeah, with the uh, two front teeth, whatever. Oh yeah, I think her name is Dee Dee. Dee Dee, I think oh, so. Yeah, yeah I, I like I like her I like her character design. Uh, I like the um, like her hat, like the like the like uh, the fluidity of her hat. Her her voice is cool too. I like I like I like I know. Um, yeah, and the weird little, uh, I don't know, harmonica thing she plays? What is that thing she yeah. plays? Is it a pan flute? Is it? I don't know. It, it makes like a twangy sound, like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, that was bad. That was bad, but, uh, you know. Oh, and then, um, what's the one, uh, what's the one old dude with the... The one, the, the one uh, oceanographer, like the dude with the white hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably another like, one of my favorite kids design. I like his tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah, his tattoos yeah. were cool, and uh, his design was really cool, like cool to look at and stuff. And like his voice was cool too. And I like what I like about him is the, his whole thing of, and also they didn't really show much of this either. Of the, um, I, I just I realized this is an an adaptation of a manga, so there's probably like way more story that uh, that they're not even know. they're not even like approaching okay. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, like, I'm, yeah, his whole storyline of of being the go-between between the boys and the this weird mysterious organization that wants to use their powers or whatever uh-huh. is was was interesting and they didn't do much with it no yeah. they didn't they could have done a lot more yeah i wonder if um they had like more with the organization because I, th- I, th- I thought there was gonna be like more of like uh what they're like experimenting on them for i wonder if that's more than the anime uh, not in the anime the uh, manga or whatever because it, w- it would have been cool to, to get in to get into that little situation like it's a uh, they call them Tyrone situation. Maybe, maybe so. Because isn't there like five books? It's five books. Mm-hmm. For the, oh dang, Jesus. How, I wonder how much of 
of it was th- was this you know what i mean like um if if it was all five books or if it was because you never know because like with the manga a lot of the time a lot a, a whole bunch of things can happen but over the course of like like 10 mangas you know what i mean oh, yeah. so like one one film could be the length of yeah a few books yeah mm. Now I would want to. Now I do want to. I bet the 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 animations looks gorgeous uh, in that. Oh, because typically with mangas, aren't they like, aren't they not colored or like black and white? I mean, usually on the inside, yeah. 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 It is. It is black and white on the inside. Yeah. Because like, doesn't there have to be like a great attention to detail if there's only black and white and like great sketching and things like that? Not an artist, so I would know. Yeah, from what I see, it does look like they do like. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Like the sea animals, the, like I see some whale sharks and whatnot. Yes, yeah, it looks pretty good. And like especially the cover, the cover has cover color, but it's not, it's not as detailed as the um the anime though. Oh, I see the whale sharks. Yeah, it's, re- it's real pretty. I wonder why. I was gonna say something, but I don't think it's relevant. <laughs> what? Because like this is watching Wild Black, and was I the only one that when I saw Umi, Umi. thought that maybe Sora would also be brown? Yeah, I did too. I did too. Well, I didn't because like I had seen the their how they look on the uh, on the promo- promotional material or whatever, uh, so I like already knew what the kids looked like. But yeah, yeah, I did expect them to look similar to Umi almost. I was, I was thinking that they would be brown, but oh well. <laughs> but yeah, it did, did kind of confuse. And then um, I guess that I guess it is like what they're trying to come across, like the difference between them, the contrast between them, almost. As far as visual storytelling, the main uh, uh, aspect of the visual storytelling of this particular movie is that the underwater is is cosmic or that everything is cosmic. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. To a certain extent, all things are can be considered on a cosmic level. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, this is much that. deeper than it than like than depicted. I guess you could say until until the end, of course, when you're looking at it and you're tripping. Oh uh, yeah, I did. Like, I did like what they were saying about the um, when you're. I, I don't. I'm probably gonna say this like wrong because I really can't like quote, quote it exactly. But like when they say like when you're like up in the sky, or like like in space, you can like see the sea. Like that's like all you can see, or something like that. Or oh, uh, when he like the sky reflects on the water. It was something like that, or like in terms of like saying like the sea is like the mom or whatever. And and I don't know because I, I really I really can't like remember what exactly what they said. Uh, I would say my final thoughts on it. It's a nice, pretty anime, and I liked uh, watching it. And that uh, I, I, I always want other people to look and see how, how gorgeous it is. And that's that's it. Bye. Mm. I think I think it was beautiful. I like that it's a little bit deeper than uh, one would expect, especially the reading. It has no relation to tuna. I guess that's a great thing. Um, I will watch it again for sure. And I do want to read the the manga. Um, I, I liked it a lot. It's uh, it's cool. I, I like this one better than um. What what else? We, what's the other one we watched? Pokemon. Uh, no, we um, only watched one. Oh, you, oh, you mean Red Turtle? Red Turtle. I liked it a lot better than like Red Turtle, like with the um extra uh, like sea life uh, uh the animation of that one, and um uh and like like I said like, before, it, it did remind me of a lot of Fooly Cooly, and like I like stories like that where it's like oh just like pretty much like a commentary on like growing up and like just life life in general i guess because like it, it like teach you a lot like even like it was like teach you uh, about like 
just growing up in general and it's like oh yeah because like whenever i was watching like fully cooly i was like i was like dang even as like uh not i guess like adult question mark uh it, it even like taught me something about like just life in general so yeah that's what i got to say that was that was our coverage of children of the sea anime month will continue next week with phillips pick the digimon movie yeah we're, um yeah stay tuned for that for the um the the pokemon digimon dance battle to see which will come out victorious as the best movie adaptation of a beloved children's and cartoon show all right <laughs> peace y'all bye as always, you can catch us at pennyindies.com. That's penny like the coin and indies like the movies.com. You can mail us at mail at pennyindies.com. And you can catch us wherever you find your podcast. Please rate, leave a review, tell your friends about us so that we can boost the signal. Thanks, guys. Peace.